0: You're listening to Accelerate, a ServiceNow podcast series about achieving your business outcomes, where we talk about implementing the Now platform and getting you trained on it. Hey everyone, this is Crystal Clevenger.
1: And this is Dee Adrese. We're your hosts and we're excited to talk to you about training, certification, deploying, and achieving success with ServiceNow.
0: Hi Dee, nice of you to join me again. How are you doing today?
1: Good, good, Crystal. Great to be here. I am super giddy and excited because we have an amazing episode today.
0: I know, I know. We're we're really excited to welcome Jean Manuel to the show. Jean is a solutions architecture manager at Accenture, and really the definition of what it means to rise up. What service now? Hi, Jean.
2: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's awesome to be here. I I love I love uh, doing podcasts and listening to them. So this is. This is one of my my great pleasures right now.
0: Well, we're we're thrilled to have you here. Thank you.
2: Yeah, it's it's always a pleasure. And like I said,
1: Crystal, I'm super excited. Gene, um, you know, I've spoken with you a lot over the last few years. You're a regular on the ServiceNow circuit. And like I said before we started, you are a rock star, total legend on the ServiceNow circuit. So super
2: excited to have you here. So I shifting years, superstar. Like- I'm not a rock star. I don't play an instrument.
1: Oh, you're there. Trust me, you're there. (laughs) Everybody knows you. But Gene, I mean, you're you're a true ServiceNow success story. Uh, You're somebody who decided to rise up with ServiceNow. And today we want to hear more about that journey and how it went for you. And for those who haven't heard, we recently launched Rise Up with ServiceNow, which is a global program that's designed to scale 1 million people on the Now platform by 2024. And it's really meant to fuel this new economy of in-demand, job-ready talent, that puts an emphasis on faster, more equitable career paths in the high growth ServiceNow ecosystem.
0: Thanks, Dee, for that intro on on Rise Up. So Gene, let's just start with the basics and tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Awesome. Um, Well, I am a solution architecture manager uh, with Accenture ServiceNow Business Group. Um, This is actually my second go around with Accenture and what they call a boomerang. Um, so I was out here uh, many years ago actually supporting their Remedy platform of all things. So uh, um, Second Life here at Accenture, do a lot of, um, of I focus mostly on financial services offerings, but um, run the gamut from everything from telecom to um, HR to GRC and, and asset management demos and uh, assessments and all that fun stuff. So um, uh, and it's actually my second time with a partner, because previously I was with Cask, which um I did the same, same sort of thing, uh, lots of demos and uh, implementation delivery stuff. So um enjoyed it. I love it,
0: great. So I hear you also have a really interesting backstory and in that growing up, you wanted to be a firefighter or secret agent.
2: You know, I, <laughs> I got a really cool watch when I was a kid and uh, um, it was, you know, right around when digital watches were starting to be a thing and they were wicked expensive. Um, but a friend of mine, his mom gave me one, I guess I, I wanted, I wanted actually in a costume contest. So I would run around with this watch and pretend I was a secret agent, you know, at school or
0: well, you're talking to the friends. watch.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> At the time okay. it didn't do anything, it just told time. But yeah, I was like, imagine that. I was just now ahead of its time, right? I know yeah.
0: pre-pre-Apple uh, watch, right? That's right. Yeah.
2: Back then I looked like a complete nutcase walk well, with that. <laughs> but you know, nowadays everybody's talking to their watches and you're not totally normal. But you know, I did that and I, you know, I had aspirations of maybe being a firefighter. Um, at one point I wanted to be a roller coaster designer, um, and then a race car driver. Uh, and I will tell you this, one of those actually worked out. So um, on my off time, on my weekend times, and my family and I, we go auto racing. So we're members of the Sports Car Club of America. Um, so <laughs> nice. it didn't yeah, it didn't completely uh, pan out for the secret agent thing. But uh, I, and I think what happened was I had this just this servant's heart I, in me. I always want to help. And that sort of escalated to where my parents were like, okay, we want you to um, get you into computers and stuff. So they bought me an Apple IIe, which I still have. It's actually here in my office. Um, And then, you know, they got me a PC and I took it apart and put it back together. And then um, I started learning how to do support. Uh, I did retail for a while. I sold computers and hardware, and uh, I once sold software to Jerry uh, Jerry Yang, who uh, oh, he wow. started yeah, Yahoo. Yeah, the Yahoo guy wow. yeah, yeah. somehow parlayed my way into doing help desk support. And uh, um, the funny thing was is that I, you know, I would answer calls for agents uh, for at an insurance company and. Um, we were using uh, a very early version of Remedy. I would complain to my managers, like, look, the f- this is working, but the fields are out of alignment, or there's a misspelling on the form. And he goes, you know what, Gene? I'm going to make you the Remedy Administrator. like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that, that's sort of what led me into uh, almost 20 years of being a Remedy guy, um, doing uh, everything from from development administration and implementation and consulting. Um, and then I had bits and pieces where I, I spun off to do stuff for CA, which is uh, formerly Computer Associates um, for their service desk product. And then for uh, a little company called Axios Systems, which they also had an ITS and platform, but all roads ended up back to um, BMC Remedy.
1: got it. Well, that's that's really cool, G. And then obviously quite the turn from secret agent to help desk agent. But I'm really curious about, you know, you spent all that time working with Remedy. How did you come to discover ServiceNow in our platform?
2: I was actually working at CA uh, back in late 2005, 2006, uh, solutions consultant. So mostly doing demos and, and implementations of that platform. Living in Southern California, living it up there. And uh, I get a, a message from my manager. Normally, they would send me with a sales guy to go do a demo, but he says, I need you to go down uh, to Solana Beach, California, of all places. And I was like, all right, um, that's an interesting place to go, because that's not where you think you would find a big business. But think so you go down there, somebody wants to talk help desks and, and what makes a good help desk and um, and see a demo of CA service desk. I was like, sure, hop a train down there, go down. Beautiful little beach town if you've never been. It is north of San Diego. Um, it is It's actually very picturesque. And they got a great pizza place, too. I get down there and meet the gentleman, uh, older guy and former Peregrine Remedy Corporation uh, gentleman, too. I was like, oh, okay, So we had some things in common. We talked for a while. And then he talked. He told me about this vision about wanting to start up his own company. Yeah, it was Fred Luddy. Are you serious? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And. The wild thing is, is that was back late what two thousand five, two thousand six, and I remember it clearly because it was such an engaging conversation. And I was like, throughout the years, I was thinking, I wonder how his company did. I really, you know, I really hope it took off. <laughs> So you heard um, about it
0: before it was even a thing. I mean, before it was even
2: a company, right?
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. I really did, uh, honestly, genuinely felt that, you know, it would be great to see another competitor in the space. And we've seen a lot drop off. um, And, you know, the big ones stick around, ServiceNow, BMC. uh, I think Tivoli is still around. But there there aren't many left because ServiceNow really just um, is the one. And so... Even mid, late 2010 into um, mid to 2015, I kept an eye on ServiceNow just because it's like, I, it was there. It was like, it was in my peripheral vision. Like when you're driving down the road and you see that car sort of here on the right or the left mm-hmm. and you know, they're there, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't want to change lanes, but um, it eventually was to the point where it's like, I couldn't ignore the fact that ServiceNow is there.
0: So you remember that conversation with Fred Letty? And yeah. you decided, okay, I, I want to do something with ServiceNow. What did you do? What happened?
2: My dream job was to work at BMC because I had supported it for so many years. And so I was like, oh, it'd be great to actually work there. And they asked, they were based here in Houston, Texas, where I'm from. So when I got hired there, I was like, all right, I did it. I I, I met my goal. I uh, you know, crossed the finish line and, and it was like, oh, okay, well, what do I do now? So I got a little complacent. Uh, I enjoyed my time there. It was great working. There was a lot of stuff that we did uh, innovation-wise and platform-wise and made a lot of great friends there. But uh, when you lower your guard there, you sort of get into this position where a lot of people are right now is that I got laid off. wasn't expecting it. And um, it was just your standard workforce production, you know, business decision to cut back staff. And um, so I was like, well, shoot, what do I do now? Because I'd been doing it remedy for so long, but in the back of my mind, and in fact, a year prior to me leaving BMC, I'd actually spun up my own ServiceNow instance just to see what the you know what the big deal was about. So it sort of was like, all right, um do I keep doing remedy? Do I keep supporting HR and ITSM and their atrium stuff? and because that was the, that's all I did. I was good at it and Uh, Or do I say, okay, I'm going to drop everything and just completely start over with a new platform? And, um, again, a lot of people are probably going through this right now. They're probably devastated. You know, they're terrified. They're worried for their families. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do next. Mm -hmm. Um, So I said, you know what? I got to do this. Um, I I passed up the opportunity a couple of times to get on that ServiceNow rocket ship. And uh, so – while I, you know, I went and did all the self-paced training that I could, I started reaching out to my network. Um, and uh, so interesting story about that. The guy who got me started on Remedy um in '97, '98 was that uh, when I was at a help desk and I complained about the form. He's the same guy that brought me back 20 years to his company and brought me onto the ServiceNow platform. So um it was uh, it was just it was that perfect you don't get a second chance at this mm-hmm. and so when they brought me to AIG I was like yes and then he goes oh by the way we have a whole ton of training credits and I'm like yes absolutely I jumped on it I
1: think that's when you and I started working together as well Gene right when you were at AIG
2: yeah yeah because I that's was like right. I was like I got the training. I, I I did the training. I think in a couple of months, I got my CSA. I was like, yeah, I nailed it on the first try. Everybody was talking about how hard it was. And I got, I was pretty good. It was pretty easy. So then I get all I excited. I was like, I'm going to go for my CI, my Certified Implementation Specialist for IT Service Management, which is, that's my bread and butter. I did that. I've done that for 20 years. I know what an incident is, a problem, and a change. I go to take that exam, and I bombed out. And it was just like, you know... Uh, uh that that really put me in my place (laughs) the reality sunk in so i had to retake it and and so but there's no shame in retaking these exams because they're freaking hard they're supposed to be hard you know
0: so you took you said you took the csa you passed that on on the first try right it's just the other test that you you had to take twice right to pass
2: yeah, I had to take uh, CIS IT service management, which was, like I said, that was my bread and butter. That was my, that's my whole career based off of supporting help desk. And you would think that I would have gotten that one on the first try, but there were some tricky questions in there. Um, and um, so now, yeah, I've got a couple more that I'm working on, um, project and portfolio management and um, um, some new ones that are coming out for CSM. So uh, I'm looking forward to those. I am I will we'll make sure to study for them. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, that's, I mean, you've done, you've done great work, Gene. And, and it sounds like now learning and our training offerings have played a, a massive part in your success. And, you know, just overall, I mean, it's been great learning about how you not only discovered ServiceNow, I mean, wow, what a story. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, you're now rising up with ServiceNow and it's provided you with a, a successful career that's obviously still going, and and you know I mentioned earlier that you're a regular on the ServiceNow circuit, right? You've done events and uh, you're on this podcast. You've been on webinars, and this is all because of your achievements in the ecosystem. I'd love to hear a little bit about how the opportunities that you've had within the ServiceNow ecosystem you know, tell us a little bit more about those, share with others, you know, how, how you feel about them, what they've meant to you, what they meant to your career.
2: You know, I, I was so proud of myself when I got my, um, my CSA mm-hmm. and then my CS, um, my ITSM and it was, you know, I, so I do what any, uh, sane person would do and put it up on LinkedIn. Um, just, very outgoing personality for me I wanted to share with the world and you know hey just encourage um, those who are on other platforms you know there are other options out there and uh, um, then I get contacted by you the of all people and uh, I think we knocked out we did um we did a webinar That's the first right. time and I was yeah I was so nervous and uh, because it's like yeah this is this is gonna be different for me but it was an opportunity. It was, it was, and it was great. Turned out it was a lot of fun. And, uh, um, and then I did another webinar and I get invited to my, I hadn't even been to knowledge. I knew about knowledge um, because um, BMC had their own thing, but I knew knowledge was a big deal. And all my ServiceNow friends would talk about how great this was. And so when I get invited, I'm like, yes, I get to go to knowledge. And, I get invited to speak. I have my own session. I get to talk about, you know, the program that we were talking about at the time and uh, COVID rolls (laughs) along. Yeah. And, but even prior to that, just before the world came to an abrupt stop, um, I got a call to go out to Chicago um, invited by service now to meet up with four other folks who, who also, um, um, went through the training and certification. I got my pictures taken. We did a little video, and case study was done. And and I was like, "Wow, this is this is awesome!" So, um, so you know, we had the whole COVID thing. I did a couple of knowledge seminars and and guest speaking spots. Um, and then last month, mid December rise up um and i knew um I had, I had seen it coming up for the rise up i was excited about it i was like oh i hope i get to be a part of that <laughs> and uh so rise up starts going in there like hey we need we want you to come out to new york for a thing and it was a thing it wasn't exactly spelled out for me what the, the thing was going to be <laughs> um But I'm like, yeah, I'm game. Absolutely. Happy to come out. I go out there. We go to a little studio, photo shoots. um, And then they put me in front of a camera and we talked about the stuff we're talking about now. And uh, so we're waiting to see the final product on that. I'm looking forward to that. And of course, last week I was at PKO, the partner kickoff. um, And it was. I was sitting backstage with some of the ServiceNow VPs and sort of chatting about. Uh, They're like, "Are you nervous?" So I was like, "I, I was <laughs> up until I got backstage, and I was like this this picture of calm, which was weird for me." And uh, so they call me out on stage, and I get up there on and 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 I'm. It's just one of those moments where, like, all of the stuff that I've been doing the last couple of years for you guys and for. Um, talking about the ecosystem and the training and the certification has culminated in me being in the stage on stage, um being uh, on a live broadcast for all the partners. there's probably I don't know, maybe eight hundred a thousand people out there. the lights are blinding, and I forgot to breathe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny I I,
2: I I couldn't get my first sentence out because I was like, breathe breathe uh, and once we got into it i was i was a lot more relaxed and so um, but if you happen to catch the video of me um i, I think it's just restricted to partners and stuff it's it, it, you can actually see me like is he gonna pass out <laughs>
0: <laughs> well now that we know the backstory we'll definitely look at that right look at that video and see is he breathing at this point <laughs> Uh, that sounds cool, Gene. Uh, so exciting! I mean, you've got you've gotten so many opportunities. This must be fun for you and really rewarding. Uh, it's great to hear your story.
2: I am so grateful at how um, the ServiceNow community has really embraced me um, personally, and just because of of um, that. The challenges that I had to go through to get where I'm at now, and I'm by far not not the smartest person in the room. By the way, that's my one one tip for everybody: never ever be the smartest person in the room. It's, it's just because then, <laughs> if you if you were, then you wouldn't have somebody to ask questions to.
0: That's <laughs> very good point. Very good. Yeah. Point.
2: So, yeah. Um, so I, I I like to hang out with a lot of smart people, and there are way smarter people and experienced people on the platform and i enjoy hanging out and learning from them and seeing what this thing is really capable of um and they all have that same passion and energy that i do and i love it i i have just um am just again just absolutely so grateful to be able to be part of the rise up um um initiative and and especially again now you know so this is an opportunity i know it sounds crazy that a lot of folks are getting laid off but you guys are have this is an opportunity for you to consider what i did was was like do you keep doing what you're doing or do you take up this new platform and then maybe one day you'll be in front of a stage of a thousand people trying to remember how to breathe yeah
0: (laughs) Well, Jean, we are very thankful for your contribution to ServiceNow. This brings us to the end of our show. We really enjoyed talking to you. So thank you again. Thank you to our listeners um, and uh, lovely story, Jean. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank y'all.
0: I'm Crystal Clevenger.
1: And I'm Dee Idris. And this is the ServiceNow Accelerate podcast series. You can find us and other ServiceNow podcasts in the ServiceNow community at community.servicenow.com. Be sure to follow us in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our next episode.